Welcome to another edition of Wrong Side of the Red Line Live. My name is Sean Shapiro, and last week I sat down with Texas Stars forward Brett Ritchie after his first game of the season. We talked about a number of things, including his off-season wrist injury and following surgery, and then his recovery. We also talked about his brother Nick, who was in NHL prospect Anaheim Ducks, lacrosse, and a number of other things, including his upbringing and what, how he works out in the summer. So, let's get started. A couple days after, how, uh, when you try and look at a little bit more, how do you kind of diagnose it now? The game? Yeah. Yeah, just your like, game, not the not the whole overall team game, just your game and everything like that. Yeah, like I said before, it was I don't know, I I didn't know what to expect, but um, you know, I just sort of took it as it was sort of like, you know, how the guys have a summer off and they have their first exhibition game. I was yeah. sort of like I was going to. I knew it was obviously going to be a little more intense than that, but um, you know, I I felt pretty confident. I had some pretty good training leading up to it, so you know, I wasn't I wasn't like nervous about anything to do with the wrist or the, how the body was going to feel. It was just more get the timing back and try and keep it simple to start and sort of work into feeling comfortable. The wrist injury itself, I remember when uh, Jim Nell said it was a, you got a shoot and a puck, just kind of just a freak accident in a practice basically? Or Yeah, we're, we do like a summer league up, up in Toronto and uh, you know it was late July and I just came in on the D-man and made a move to the middle, went to shoot it and sort of our sticks collided and my wrist, I just felt like a little little pop or a snap and uh, I didn't really think anything of it and it never really got better you know from about a month after that so I sort of went to get a second opinion on it and then found out you know obviously a little bit of bad news and weren't sure if we we're gonna act on it or try and you know figure out ways we could play through it but uh, ultimately it was one of those things that had to be fixed so it had to be done. And with with an injury like that when it's I mean it's obviously it's just one of those things where the rest of the body feels good and it's just a small part of the area make it almost a little more frustrating almost no I think that made it less frustrating I think there's worse things that could happen like you'd rather something in your upper extremity rather than something that inhibits you from walking like a knee or an ankle or anything like that and especially like you said like I, I remember you know I hurt my wrist and right when I right when I got out of the cast it was for two weeks so after two weeks I was working out like doing running and doing legs core anything I could do that didn't involve stressing that wrist so you know I've it's definitely a lot better than something that's going to leave you on the couch for six weeks like some guys have more frustrating too when you you looked at and obviously played in the NHL last year and came into camp and everyone kind of you look at projections look at outside people had you on the NHL roster that you're frustrating at all when obviously you missed the first start of the season when it looks like you were going to have a good chance to make the NHL team early on. That was frustrating, yeah. Like, you don't want any of that, to, any of the injury to happen, but I don't really want to sit here and mope about that now, you know? Like, just sitting here right now, I'm happy to be back playing. And yeah. I sort of, you know, maybe there's a couple of days there where I was like, man, this is going to suck. But you sort of get over it and you accept what happened and just sort of move forward. And, you know, whatever could have happened would have happened, but I can't control that now. So I'm just, here I am. How much did you take from uh, from just what the expanded time watching the game? I mean, I know there's obviously the best experience is playing, but what did you take from just watching the NHL game from above, um, seeing being around those guys? Anything you took away from that experience, just taking turn, taking the silver lining out of the injury? Yeah, I think you can learn a lot from watching, especially live. Um, I know I'm, I'm, I was I stayed in Canada shortly after the injury, so I missed the preseason. I was just watching on TV, but. When I got to see some games live here and in Dallas, it's you definitely learn a lot. I, I, f- I feel like you hear coaches sometimes say to guys, 
know, we're going to set you out. Just make sure, you know, you, you watch the game pretty close. You get a good perspective, and it, it does sort of help guys at certain points. So, you know, I, I feel like the game looks easy from up there, and uh, you, you sort of pick up a lot of different things that you might not see when you're just sitting on the bench or just on the ice plan. Now, for you, just uh, when you can, I know there's a three and three. This, for example, three and three this weekend. They expecting you to go be 100 percent for all three games, or they they, they they just is coach checking with you after practice every day. How are they kind of monitoring the uh, your health right now, just as you uh, go forward? Yeah, I don't. I haven't really talked to them about. You know, obviously the three and threes are pretty tough in the body and all that, but I feel like it's just going to go game by game. You know, if I feel good, I'll play. And I expect to be able to play all three games right now. I feel fine. So, you know, obviously I'll, I'll keep them in the loop and they'll be asking me, but we'll just go take it a, you know, period at a time. With, uh, for you, what's it been like for you, just your family this year? It's got to be kind of cool that, I mean, obviously you would have loved to start the year and help, but you're healthy now, but... Your brother's made his NHL debut. He's playing in the. Uh, he's he's up there. Is he still up with the? No, ring? he actually got sent down yesterday. Okay. Yeah. So, but he's made, he got his first taste of the NHL, and he was a first round pick. Now, what's what's it been like for your parents to to kind of to see both of you guys succeeding? I think it's pretty fun for them. I I think this is the first winter that you know, like he's a pro now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all they, we all, for the last six years or whatever it was, there was always somebody back home playing close to the area in the OHL. Yeah. This is the first winter that they uh, are sort of left out to dry watching on TV and they've been traveling around and watching Nick a little bit and that so it's a little bit different for them but definitely that was the goal when we first started we wanted to be playing up there and I think it was pretty cool for them to see me last year and Nick do it this year. How similar of a I mean I, I can watch and see on TV but how similar of a player is he to you? Are you guys both kind of cut from the same mold? Yeah pretty Pretty similar player, yeah. I wouldn't say identical. He, he has some different tendencies, but you know, he's a big body. He's, he does all the same type of things that I try and do, and and uh, you know, he, the only difference I think he's a left shot, so that sort of throws people off. But you know, I, you, if you watch him play, you'd, I feel like you definitely know that he he's my brother for sure. How uh, how how did that develop? Just I mean, is, is he a naturally lefty or how did it develop that you guys yeah I, I think you just pick up the stick as a kid and whatever way you hold it that's yeah. where you're gonna you're gonna be and then as far as we're like similar stature too right so that yeah. sort of like the stall brothers are all the same stature and it's <laughs> they sort of play the same game even though some of them are d and four it's just that same build right yeah so you just sort of naturally play that same style so if you were to do the family picture you just have him you and him both posing for the picture it looked like a mirror image almost with a different yeah. shots yeah pretty well yeah <laughs> For you, was it? Uh, you mentioned you just pick up the stick and, and became, became a right shot. Are you? I know it's uh, some guys like the the dominant hand down low, some like like up high. Are are you right? Are you right handed when you write right? Say pick up pen and paper. No, I'm a lefty. I'm pretty screwed up like that. <laughs> I, I like catch and throw the same hand. I like write with my left, but then I shoot with my right, and I, I don't know. I'm weird. Like it, you know, most guys would be the opposite of me. I feel like. With uh, is that something that uh, you guys ever they ever talk about as a kid with you, or is it just you just just is it really as simple as this is the stick that feels good? Yeah, I, I think for young kids, I, I feel like back in the day they would you know like they would force yeah. kids to write with their right hand and all mm-hmm. that stuff, but I, I don't know. I feel like you just you pick up a stick and you hold it whatever way is natural, and you just go from there. I feel like if my dad forced me to be a lefty, I could have been a lefty. Yeah, maybe, but. Nobody does that anymore. It's just yeah, any of the guys in the room, whatever you pick yeah. up first. 
What about a lacrosse stick? More righty, lefty there. Righty. Righty. Yep. I've talked to I talked to Rand for a couple, uh, about a month ago about lacrosse, and uh, he was telling me about kind of the benefits and how how he's used it. I know you you played pretty high level lacrosse. What uh, what are what are some of the things that you kind of take over that you can take from the crossover from lacrosse to hockey that you've used? Yeah, I think I think there's so many. Like you see guys like John Tavares, for example, in the NHL. And Joe Newendike back in the day, just two names that pop in my head right away. Good players that good protecting the puck. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they always seem to have pretty good hand eye around the net, and uh, they can all usually finish pretty well for whatever reason. Yeah. A lot of guys that play lacrosse, it seems like even Shorzy too on this yep. team, Ranford, mm-hmm. they all have those same tendencies, protecting the puck and that type of thing. So I definitely think that all the years of playing lacrosse. As a, as a second sporter, 1A, 1B, mm-hmm. definitely helped in the, those certain areas, around the net, down low, protecting the puck, and just using your body to your advantage. I feel like it's, you learn a lot, lot in lacrosse through that. Hey, I mentioned Tavares. I think it's, it's his uncle, I think, who's also who's yeah. even a better. One of the best all time, yeah. But I remember watching John Tavares, like that, the one yeah. in, he was like 13 years old playing junior against 20-year-olds. Yeah. Like, just a man-child, and he was like the best player on the floor. Like, so good. He would have been the best in lacrosse too. You, yeah. you know, like it's crazy. Were you? Uh, what, where were you playing in lacrosse position wise? I was. Well, you sort of play yeah. when you're younger. You play both ways. Mm-hmm. It's box lacrosse. They don't yeah. even have it down here. But yep. I was a. I was more of an offensive guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of a similar player to what yeah. I am in like hockey, mm-hmm. but on lacrosse. Yeah. With, uh, I know. I know. Ranford was. He played pretty. Did you play junior lacrosse or anything like that? Yeah. Or, I, yeah. I. Well, I quit when I. Got drafted in the OHL, okay. but I played midget mm-hmm. lacrosse, and I would always like AP for the like my hometown's like a crazy lacrosse town. Like lacrosse is number one, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird, but yeah. um, so it's not a very big town, and they always are, have a really good team. So mm-hmm. you know, all my buddies back home, none of them took hockey seriously, <laughs> except for a few. But yeah. most of them are just lacrosse, still playing professional lacrosse. So mm-hmm. I just grew up in that atmosphere, and I played some junior games with the, some of those teams that were pretty good. Just, that's as high as I got because I had to quit. Yeah. When the hockey got too serious, right? Mm-hmm. And you, with uh, back back to the hockey, what uh, didn't even get to have this conversation since you were hurt before the season? What was the summer workout? What what, what were you up to during the summer, but before the injury and things like that? Yeah, I was working out back home, just outside Orangeville, Ontario. Yeah. Uh, same trainer, guy's name's Aaron Downey. He used to play for yeah. um, Dallas, actually. Yep. Played a long time in the NHL, sort of an enforcer. Mm-hmm. So I've been training with him as my third summer, mm-hmm. but a group of guys, my little brothers in there, and just guys from the area, pro guys, mm-hmm. five days a week, and it's a pretty cool atmosphere. He's got a really unique setup there. He does that at his house, actually, so yeah, it's pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Mom and Dad uh, figured out when they, I know you were hurt when the first time Texas went to San Diego, when Texas plays San Diego, Mom and Dad figured that calendar out for to come watch that game whenever that is. Do we play on New Year's Eve? I think so, yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think they're going to, regardless, I think they're going to come down after Christmas. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing they're trying to time it. They're both like teachers kind of, so they, they okay. have that time off. Mm-hmm. So I am I think now that Nick got sent down, they'll be there for sure on the New Year's Eve. Is your dad a hockey player? Yeah, he was, yep. He played uh, like just OHL okay. for four years, and then he went to school. What, uh, so both your parents said both your parents are teachers? My dad, my mom's a teacher. My dad is like a, he manages a private school, so he's in the, he has yeah. the same hours. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what's your mom teach? Grade 8. Grade 8, yeah. yeah. So was that something where, 
Was school something that was always important for you guys? That was with with two teacher type parents that were that they had to put. Yeah. I wouldn't say they were too strict about yeah. it, you mm -hmm. know, but uh, they made sure that we did our homework, I guess, yeah, yeah, and made sure we weren't just completely dogging it. What's it like uh, right now for, for Dallas? I know you've, as someone, you've only played one game, but you've walked, just to be around this organization and you've been practicing with NHL, you've practiced with the NHL team that's been, that's first in the West right now, and just what's the feel like around this whole organization right now? Up there, it's seemed pretty positive there. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. if you're winning like yeah. that, you're, you know, it's good times. Um, you know, I think that they've they've had some tough years in the past, but the, like, it sort of seems to be coming together for them this year. A lot of good moves and some good chemistry there. A lot of good young guys, and you know, we're just watching from above, like, just pretty good offensive juggernaut. that's hard to stop. Talked about your game a little bit. Is there any player that? you tried to model your game after or do try to model your game after at all right now yeah probably jamie ben mm -hmm. like and not just because i was with him a little bit last yeah. year but i feel like even if i was on another team i it would be him he's sort of does it all he's a big guy like if you can play anything like him you're you're gonna be okay i feel like did you learn a lot being around him last year yeah i i like i like just sitting on the bench there and you know it, if I'm, if I'm not up or whatever and sort of watch and pick up a few things that he does you know even though he's a left left shot but it's still the same t just little things that he does mm -hmm. it's sort of cool just to iso cam him and see see how, how simple but how effective his game is you uh, I want to go back to a story that I remember from last year I think it was uh, actually correct me if I'm wrong when you were up in uh, Dallas your tr I think your truck was stuck in the parking lot for a little bit down here in Austin for like oh, yeah. like three weeks or something yeah. like that. Or longer. Like way longer <laughs> than that, yeah. But for was it kind of a neat thing last year to kind of show you the uh, just the instant not change but how quickly things can there is that opportunity that you can jump in right away and what you're doing down here can turn into that initial opportunity. Was that something that you really took away from last year? Yeah, I think uh when I first, like when I first got called up, yeah. um, you know, obviously I didn't really know what to expect. You, you, you always, like a lot of these guys would have enough confidence to know that they could play in the NHL, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to have that confidence mm -hmm. or you never succeed. So, mm -hmm. I was pretty confident that I, I could play at that level, but you never know until you get there type thing. So, um, you know, I, I thought as obviously the start's a little nerve wracking. You're just running on adrenaline, but you sort of settling out for a little while, it starts to feel pretty normal. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and yeah, like I said, I remember it was New Year's Eve that I got called up first yeah. time. Mm -hmm. We had a practice that morning and like I flew in. Yeah. So it's crazy. You think you're preparing for the next AHL game. Yeah. And then like my, that was a weird one. Like some guys get called up the day before, but that was like day of the game, flew yeah. in, played. So I didn't even have time to think about it. Mm -hmm. And it's, that really changed pretty quick. You're, you know, your life sort of changed in half a day. Sure. Uh, that was a good one. That good way to spend new year's <laughs> yeah it was it wasn't bad that's yeah. for sure with uh last thing before i let you go just with the uh, with justin dallin you played with him on tuesdays a guy that you had you and him and hedden were the were, were a line uh two years ago when when the team won the calder cup what do you what do you like about the chemistry what, what goes into the chemistry you've had with him and you when you played with him dallas is like 
he's like the the easiest centerman to play with. Mm-hmm. I feel, that's the best way to describe it. Like he he's not he's not too fancy. Mm-hmm. He he obviously has a lot of skill. And he makes a lot of fancy moves, but like, if you're open, he's gonna give you the puck. There's no there's no like little weird quirks about his game, mm-hmm. and I think that sort of helps my game too because it's so easy to read off a guy when you when you know what he's gonna do and the other team doesn't. I think that might be just partly because we played together for so long, but just I feel like even other guys that play with him, when mm-hmm. I, like when I'm not there or whoever, yeah, uh, they they say the same thing. He's just easy to play with. Awesome. Hey Brett, thank you very much. No problem. Thanks. Yep. All good. Yep. Yeah, all good. Rich, thanks for taking the time. Yeah.